Welcome to Training for Manhood, an ongoing exploration and adventure intended to be fast, fun, and formative for guys who desire to be the best men they can. Young or old, there are always areas for improvement, growth, and maturity. We hope you'll pay attention and put into practice the useful advice you hear on this podcast. But remember, the goal isn't just to listen, but to do what you learn. Welcome to Training for Manhood. Welcome back to Training for Manhood. This is Dan Panetti. I've got uh, Jared and Chase, and this takes us back um, about a year ago uh, when we were sitting here at Sky Ranch and um, just talking about manhood, and the podcast was just launching, uh, and I did an interview with you guys, right? We did a little episode, and I thought, hey, since we're back here again, um, let's do the same thing. So you guys are back here leading worship, and I'm uh, taking you away from your sound check. Uh, (laughs) But you guys sound so good. No matter what. Thank thank you, Dan. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, anyway, but I'm going to have a conversation, and um, we were just talking about, um, you know, what do we want to talk about? Um, I found a quote. Um, it's from uh, a guy, and he just says, uh, he says this, and I want to hear your perspectives, right? He says, show me the man you honor, and I will know what kind of man you are, for it shows me what your ideal of manhood is and what kind of man you long to be. And I just thought that was an interesting thought and perspective, especially as we're around a bunch of young people right now, and we're kind of, in a sense, the older guys in the room, um, that idea of who are, the, who are the older guys that we model our lives after? Who are the men that we um, idolize in, in, a, in a proper perspective, right? Not in a sense where you know, they become our idols, um, but men that we look at and we say, that's the kind of man I want to be. Um, what would you guys say about that concept, right? Do we do that well? Have you done that in your life? Do you have men that you look at and say, hey, that's the kind of man I want to be? And then the, the second part of that question is, what are the downfalls of doing that, right? So first part of the question, what are the positives? How have you done it in your own life? And then we'll kind of see if there's some negatives that we need to be aware of as we go through. So Jay Wood, you hitting it? Yeah. You got a, you got a thought? Yeah, I got a thought. So I, I think... Even just think about emulating men or heroes, if you will, I think that can, it kind of depends on what stage of life you're in. Because mm-hmm. I remember being, you know, in high school and like a hero was my student pastor. And then being in college and my college pastor was someone that I wanted to emulate. And so sort of as I've progressed as an adult, it's not that I've decided that I kind of achieved those things and then set them to the side. But it's kind of who is at close hand and particularly for me in college like that was before social media and just the connectivity that we have in the world so has social media helped kids because i think it, it kind of gives you instead of one or two guys that are close in proximity now i've got right a thousand guys that i don't know anything about and i'm watching only a part of their life that they put on there how does that really help me know what kind of man that they are I don't know that it does help because I'm not a huge fan of social yeah, media. Exactly. Yeah. But but my, my whole point in that was that it w- it's a lot easier now to stay interconnected with okay. so many people yeah, yeah. than it was 20 years ago. Yeah. Um, so I think it's sort of a progression uh, through different seasons of life as to who you're emulating, who you're spending time with, or who you're you're trying to, to become like, if you will. Yeah. Chase, what are you thinking? Yeah, I think um, I was going to say something pretty similar i think when i can it's funny when he started 
I thought he was going to say, I was going to say something really profound. And, <laughs> and then he said, really similar. Well, it was profound. Okay. He said it. You know? Um, oh, man. Boom. There it is. That, um, that is a good friend right there. So, right? I was going to say something super profound, but Jared already took it. So I'm yeah. just going to repeat it. Right? Absolutely. Uh, so re- repeat I, it. Re- yeah, so I again. think throughout my life, when I think of people I've looked up to or, or wanted to emulate or yeah. hear or that hero word, I, I think, you know, in high school, I probably would have said, like, my my dad. Yeah. And um, moving into college, I probably would have said, you know, maybe a coach or maybe uh, somebody that, that was, had a high impact on my life at that time. Sure. And now, you know, it's funny. I, I would honestly, a lot of the people I look up to or I'm looking at are honestly, they're, like, they're my age. You know, like, my pastor is, is somebody that I would model my entire life after. Mm-hmm. He's my age. Yeah. Right? Um, the guy that I play guitar for. At church um, is 40, young forties, right? And and I and I think he's doing things incredibly well. And I, and and I think what changes there is I'm looking at I'm looking at how they filter the way that they do the things that matter to me. So mm. how are they parenting? Yeah. How are they um, discipling their kids at home? You know what? How are they making decisions on where their kids are going to go to school? Yeah. Like those kind of things that directly that's, impact yeah, me. So that's a really good point. Right? When you're younger and you're looking ahead to kind of the man you want to be, it's because they're doing a lot of things that you don't have to do yet. But when you get to that particular age, right, you want to know how to do these things. So you're looking for people who are doing them well, right? You're not looking for the person who's doing something, you know, something different than you. You're looking for somebody who's doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. Just, how do I do this well? How do I do my marriage well, my kids well, my business well, my family well, my time well, right? And you watch those people who are doing it well. So that's kind of an interesting concept. It's like it's, it doesn't have to be an older person. It can be somebody. Yeah. Could, it, could it be a younger person? Can you, can you f- identify somebody in your life that's younger than you are that you say they're doing life well? 100%. Okay. I think both my brothers are examples of that for me. Okay. I mean, there's things about both of their lives where I would say, dude, I'm proud of you. And I would, I would love to have that quality in my life. That's kind of cool. And maybe I do, and I just haven't had a need and, to it, you know. And maybe what or, you don't understand is the only reason that you can look back at them and say you're doing life well is because they're emulating you. That would be the hope. Yeah. <clears throat> that would be right. the hope. Yeah. We know that's but true. I, but right? I think, <laughs> um, you know, I, recently I had a conversation with a, with an old pastor of mine. Um, he was actually a boss. And I was telling him, man, school and the culture and the climate, yeah. and it's, all, it's all crazy. Like, it's yeah. crazy right now. And he said, man... He said, you know, we felt the same way as you did yeah. 30 years ago. When hasn't it right? been, right? And he, yeah. and he just, and very, different very crazy, different gently, time. he just said, listen, man, God gave us the grace to parent through it then. Yep. And that same God's going to give you the grace to parent through it now. Yeah. And that was kind of his wisdom to me, right? Yeah. He didn't have the answers for how do you handle social media as, with your, you know, fifth grader. It wasn't a thing. Yeah. Um, and so for me, a lot of those guys that I looked up to as heroes 15 years ago, I'm still... I'm still trying to engage with them as much as I can, but mm-hmm. it's more on a broader, a more broad picture of, of just like raising a family versus like specific things that I'm trying to navigate my life yeah. through. Yeah. Very true. You're shaking your head. I'm, I'm agreeing. It was good. Yeah. It was <laughs> good, good stuff. I like it. I like it. Um, what about, um, I'm, just, I'm just thinking, what are the principles, right? If you could identify things that really impress you in, right, mm-hmm. somebody else in their life. Um, if you had to just kind of narrow down, right, what are the things that you would look at and say, that guy is somebody that I would want to emulate because of, and what, what would those because of be, right? What are, what are the things that, like, are significant to you, 
right? Like I, I just I just did um, an interview with uh, with Oshlager, um, might be a name you remember, oh. right? We but but one of the things that we were talking about is you know the people who influence you, right? If you want to be you know rich, be around rich people. And my thing is always, well, how do I know how they got rich, right? Because I know people who have gotten rich because they've worked hard. I know people who have gotten rich because their dad was rich. I know people who got rich because they cheated the system. <laughs> so, so, right. So my question is, was like, wait, if I want to become rich, which one do I want to be though? Right. And, and I think I'd want to be the middle one. I'd want to be the guy who got rich because his dad was rich, but that didn't happen. So, <laughs> so I'm either, I'm either going to have to be the one or the three. I'm either going to have to work really hard or I'm going to have to cheat the system. But it's just that, you know, right. Does that concept, right. It's like, so when you look at men that are doing it well, what are the things that you really pick out? And, and do you, right. Do you, do you grasp the question of how did they get that? that you think is significant. So what, what is it that you think is significant when you see other men that are doing life well? I, it, the two main ones that po- that stick out to me is a man of integrity. Okay. Um, and I'm real big on loyalty. Uh-huh. Uh, so when I kind of let somebody in that circle of trust, if you will, yep. uh, when that's betrayed, that hurts a lot worse. Yep. So so I'm looking for men that, that live at a certain standard and they're not they everything they say, everything they do, it's it's aligned with scripture, it's aligned right. with God's word right. and aligned with really trying to be a godly man, just like the podcast is talking about. Yes. Um it's not and to me it's not even about the the worldly success as much as it is about are you genuinely a good man and are you fighting for that? And so I mean integrity, loyalty, character, I mean that's way more important than anything else. Okay, so here's here's a question, right? I just had a conversation uh, with a friend who worked for a particular ministry, um, and that ministry leader fell recently. Um, and we were just talking about that concept is um, sometimes we put people on pedestals mm-hmm. when because we know the fallen nature of man, right, Christians more than anybody, right, shouldn't elevate individuals to a particular point where we go, hey, that that person right there, right, they're doing life well because we know – Right, that Christ is the only one who did it perfectly. Everybody else is going to fail. So, what do we do when when you talk about just that that person of integrity? Right? Do you grasp the concept that that integrity is not a hundred percent? Right? Like, I mean, how how do you deal with that? Because you're gonna you're gonna see, right, those people that you hold up. If you the more you get to know them and the more you watch them, right, you're gonna see little, mm-hmm. um, you know, cracks in that armor every once in a while. What do you do with that? I think you you have to live with some grace on that, mm-hmm. and and also with the understanding that, yeah, that, I mean, there are here. My dad was one of my heroes. Mm-hmm. My dad wasn't a perfect man, yeah, and I knew that. But being able to see the faults, but also being able to see the good characteristics that outweigh those things, and yeah. to know that none of us are perfect yeah. apart from Jesus, period. And so, um, just acknowledging that, yeah, nobody's going to do it completely perfect. And some of my biggest heroes in the world had immense flaws. But they also loved me well, yeah. And they poured into me and invested in me, and um, that that goes a long way. Because expecting perfection, and if you're trying to hold them to that standard, they're going to fail. And so, rather than making that the pinnacle, making an idol of it, you've got to realize, okay, nobody's perfect, not even me, not any of us in this room. But by the grace of God, the good things that we do because of Jesus can outweigh the faults. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's a good reminder too that the whole idea of you know, and you watch some of the great saints of the faith, right? And the more you know, 
I mean, you know, you want like a, a Martin Luther, right? And if you read the things that he wrote at the end of his life, you're like, ooh, dude, like, <laughs> you know, they talk about A.W. Pink, right? One of my favorite authors. And they said, if you read the stuff at, at the end of his life, it's very different than, you know, and, and you go, okay, so everybody, if you examine the movie of your life, everybody's going to have those moments. But you're right. I think that the idea is a, a man of integrity. Um, if you want to be a man of integrity, it's one, you try to avoid that concept. You try to avoid those pitfalls, right, that, you know, you should see coming, right? And a man of integrity is going to say, okay, I don't want to walk in that way. Um, but giving the grace concept is when I do fall, I don't stay down. I get up and I keep going, yeah. right? And I think that's an important part is, you know, that we don't hold our our heroes, right, to an unrealistic standard, but we do expect when they fall to get up and, and keep going. And I think that's that's part of part of the conversation is yeah. right. It's like you know where 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 are you going now? What are you going to do with that particular mistake you made? How are you gonna how are you gonna you know recover from it and keep on going? So yeah. Now you mentioned your dad, right? We were talking earlier, and you said your dad was one of the guys that you looked up to, right? Both of you did. Yeah. Um, what do you what do you say to the young guy who doesn't have a dad that he looks up to? How do you find other people, right? Because I think that's the natural one, right? As you look to your dad, right? What if, what if you don't have a dad that is the man that you want to emulate, right? How do you find other people and, and let them kind of speak words of truth or model that for you in your life? Chase? Chase, Chase has got, yeah, he's like, he's thinking. Well, you know, I, I don't know if I have a perfect answer there, but I would say... You know, I mentioned my dad, but at the same time, right, like my whole life, my dad was working, yeah. traveling, you know, so I don't have a ton of, and I, and I think when I started to kind of put my dad in that hero, you know, I look up to you kind of role, it's when I became like more of a professional, yeah. right? Yeah. And it was more on a professional level. Like yeah. my dad is highly regarded in the, the industry that I work in and the industry that he works in. And okay. And for good or you know, better or worse, right? There's, there's like you just mentioned, right? There's some, there's some reasons he's that way. Like maybe not all reasons that I want to be that way. Yeah. And so I, you know, I don't. I'm fortunate to like I'm saying that he is a hero of mine, but but in reality, right? It wasn't like if you were to go back and roll back the tape on my childhood, it wasn't, it wasn't really like your engaged dad figure five to seven days a week right. where, you know, it was consistent and it was discipleship and it was godly. And it was, it was more like my dad provided well for our family. My mom is really probably one of more of my heroes, mm. right? Because of yeah. now understanding as a parent, what she had to do and walk through. And so I, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm not answering your question and I don't really know if I have a good answer for that other than there are people out there and I'm and I'm that way now as as a 36 year old. Like, I don't have sons, right? I have two daughters, mm -hmm. and that's my. So, like, there are people out there who would love to pour into younger people, mm -hmm. right? And I'm one of those people. Like, if if friends of mine have sons and their sons enjoy what I do, and I've got a one of my best friends has a son and he loves soccer and I love soccer, yeah. and we connect over that. And so yeah. for me, like, I, I think there's things you can do. Find a coach, you know. Find a I think a lot of times we think it has to be like a church leader, right? I mean, it does. I, I don't personally think it does. Um, although I would say if you're going to spend time and let someone pour into you, you know, as a younger person, run it through that lens of, you know, 
what what am I so attracted to about this person? Yeah. And and at the end of the day, is it is it a godly influence or not? Like, okay, I think so, that's important. So that's an interesting concept, right? Because some of the people who have been very influential in my life when I was younger um, were a couple coaches and a couple teachers. Um, and some of them were not believers, mm-hmm. but the principles that I pulled from them were helpful, useful, and true for me and were things that I needed, right? So there, there, was, a, there was a teacher that helped me understand how my brain works um, because he saw certain things in me and gave me some insight in some things. And I was just like, okay. Like, and, you know, when I tell people, hey, this is what my teacher said when I was, you know, in, in you know, eighth grade. And, and, you know, they're like, wow, that, like, that's really insightful for a teacher to see that. And so he wasn't a believer, and it wasn't like he was, you know, pulling out scripture and just, you know, speaking into me. Um, but I had a lot of respect for him as an individual, and he saw some things in me that really helped me do life better. Uh, and I think that's one of the things is, um, you know, to be able to pick up, like, nuggets of truth wherever they are, regardless of who drops them, right, just to have that discernment, I think is an important aspect of, as a man. Is maybe Maybe it's not my dad. Maybe it's not the church leader, right? But there's a lot of people out there putting forth ideas, and mm-hmm. you, you need to learn to, right, you know, kind of eat the fish and spit out the bones, right? You need to learn to pick up things that are important and put down things that aren't and just practice that discernment. So I think that's one of the things is you know, there's not going to be just a guy you say, everything in life I need to know I, I get from them, right? Right. I mean, except for Christ, everybody else is going to have a little bit of good, a little bit of bad, right? And yet you're going to have to learn to figure out Right. Hey, I want to do life like him in one area, but maybe not in all areas. Yeah. And I think that's yeah. a, that's okay to do. Right. But then to, to have the self-awareness of saying that's true about me too. Right. There's probably some areas in my life that I'm going, Hey, we could, we could probably use a little checkup here mm-hmm. because if somebody were going to emulate me, they would say, Hey Dan, you're doing this really well in life, but here's an area where you need some help. Right. Yep. What, what are those areas? That's a, that's a hard thing. That's what we talked about last time we were together was just the idea of self-reflection. Right, yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> right, like, there, there's people in the in, in industries, like I work in what people would call the secular industry, yeah, right? Um, yeah. And there are people that are not believers and they're gifted, yeah. right? And there's something to learn from those people in certain areas. Like I don't, maybe I don't want to raise my family the way there is in their family, right. but professionally, I see how they lead with integrity. I see how people on their teams want to work for them. Totally. You know, and yeah. there's there's good qualities about people like that. And yeah. so, and I think one of the other things too, we, we were talking earlier about integrity and not holding people too on a pedestal. I think as as we get older and and have this the the intuition that, you know, maybe maybe somebody's looking up at us, like maybe we have kids or whatever. I think it's really important to live off um, with some authenticity. Yeah. You know, I, I think that helps people not go, oh, they're perfect. You know, if I can sit down with a high school kid right now and just shoot him straight, right? Yeah. Dude, I'm 36 years old and I struggle with X, Y, and Z. And, yeah. you know, not in like a self-deprecating way, but in a way that's honest and saying that, you know, like, I, I love that you want to spend time with me. Just know, like, I'm I'm flawed just as much as you are, right? Yeah. And that doesn't get any easier with age. Like, there's certain things that get easier, right? But, like, I'm still sinning at 36, right? And I will be when I'm however yeah. old I am, right? Yeah. I think it's 78 is when you're done. Okay, that's, yeah, that's so we're done at you, like, you, you ran it all out. You've done all the sins, and it's just, it gets boring after that. It's like, pfft. Yeah, but already, I feel like already done that. spiritual people, it's, uh, pa- pastors and, you know, people in, in leadership positions, like my pastor specifically, one of, the, one of the things that keeps me from holding him up 
on some pedestal that, you know, I idolize or, yeah. you know, w- yeah. would, I'm not going to say I wouldn't surprise me if, if I found out he was sinning, yeah. but it, but I, but he's so authentic in the way that he lives and the way that he approaches life with me. And, um, you know, he'll, he'll use a phrase all the time in his sermons, you know, Hey, today the message feels far from the messenger. Yeah. You know, like he's just very honest, like but, I'm okay, struggling. So, but I love that. Right. Cause here's the thing. Like if you showed me a person, it would surprise me that they're not sinning. Because we're sinners, right? Right, we're sinners saved by grace. So, right, if, if somebody said, "Well, you know, I, I went six weeks without sinning," I'm like, "Wow!" <laughs> you know, just, if you and can make you six just minutes, broke it yeah, you just lie. You just lie. If you can make six minutes, we're good. So, but right, I, I think that's an important aspect. Is you know, is taking things, learning to apply them into your life, mm-hmm. but also realizing that I'm I'm going to fall short of the goals that I want to be and the man that I want to be, um, but yet I still can turn around and share some of the things I've learned with some other guys as well. And I think that's an important thing is looking for some, looking for some men, right? What kind of man do you want to be finding guys who, right? At least embody that concept and picking some things out from them and learning from them. So that's important. Mm-hmm. So yeah. any last thoughts for our guys out there? Yeah, I was going to say probably the, the one major kind of take home that's, that's sticking in my brain as we're talking through this is just the word legacy. Yeah. About this time last year, we're sitting I, in the legacy building. We so are in the legacy that's building. That's why, yeah. About this time last year, <laughs> a good friend and, and mentor of Chase and, and myself both yeah. passed away. Yeah, that's right. And, uh, Tough time. It, and by no means was he a perfect man. I mean, yeah. we saw him behind the curtain, if you will, yeah. in, in a lot of – because we did so many things together sure. ministry-wise. Sure, sure. But when I think back on just the impact that he made on countless thousands of lives – that's the kind of that's the kind of man that I want to emulate in a lot yeah. of ways is yeah. to be a man that when I'm gone that I've left a legacy mm-hmm. where people not only just talk about who I was as a person but the impact that that I was able to make for the kingdom by the grace of God. Yep. Um, and that's one of the cool things about you know Chase and I getting to do a lot of events like this together is that hopefully by the grace of God something that we're a part of is leaving a legacy or yep. planting a seed yep. that. Ultimately, we may not even see the fruit of that until years and years later. Yeah. And even mentioning my dad earlier, that's the kind of man my dad was, is that he's, you know, he's towards the end of his life for sure. But then the legacy he's left, the way he's impacted countless thousands and the way people even speak about him still is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's the man I want to be. Amen. And, and yep. part of me wonders like, gosh, can I ever achieve that? Yep. Um, but you know, just being able to, to live in such a way that hopefully the Lord will let me leave a legacy like that. That's good. That's a good word. And you know what I'm going to let you do? I'm going to let you guys go out and do that work now and leave that legacy for these kids. Well, thank you. So I appreciate you just taking out some time to come in and talk and chat. And uh, it's always good to see you guys. Thanks, you Dan. too, man. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Training for Manhood. If you found the conversation to be valuable, make sure to rate us where you listen to podcasts. Also, check out additional content on our website, trainingformanhood.com that's training the number four manhood.com until next time in the words of king david be strong and show yourself a man